Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Today, Joe Biden, as always, handling the important things plaguing the country. Also, more confusion surrounding the Uvalde shooting. We've got all of that and more, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez. And uh, today, I just have to say, I just, I'm just going to have this just right here, ready to go. The swear jar just very close by because you never know what's going to happen when I have uh, these gentlemen on the program. Chad Prather, host of The Chad Prather Show. I got a pocket full of pennies and I'm pissed off. <laughs> I'll fill that jar right up. <laughs> All right. I mean, I'd like more than pennies, but uh, we'll see. We'll My see money don't jiggle, jiggle. <laughs> It falls. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, also joined by Elijah Schaefer, host of Slightly Offensive, which, of course, you can find both of these gentlemen on Blaze TV, also on YouTube. Howdy, man. Coffee is strong. I, I feel like you guys have switched places here. Well, I almost actually just uh, already said BS. I was going to say I was going to fill that up with my bowl schlit, I guess we could say. So okay. I'll just say schlit now, and then I'll catch myself in the future. Unfortunately, I'll tell you, I'm feeling back to myself because, you know, I had a, there's this chip that I liked. It reflected my life. It was out for a little while. It's called a little spiral. And I, uh, you know, I was, I was feeling a little bit down. But then God saved me. And I'll tell you why. I'm back to bullying uh, and ridiculing shameless left-wing journalists on Twitter, which is something that I enjoy doing. And it's sort of like uh, the cocaine uh, or the crack cocaine to my Philadelphia streets. You know, it's just it's what I need. It's part of my DNA. And I'm feeling good. I'm feeling happy to be here. And I'm ready to fill up your jar, man. Yeah. You know, I'm looking at the screen up there. And I'm telling you, I'm looking at the screen up here. And I'm telling you, that cowboy hat makes everybody sexy. I didn't see myself. Can I see myself? It, I was, yeah, it looks really Look good. It. it looks great. I've looked, this is the first time I've been attracted. It's like so. a revival of the village people. <laughs> I gotta get one of these. I, people don't realize though with, uh, with uh, Texas gear, you go, I should get one of these. Then you see the price and yeah. you, know, you know, three grand is pretty good. I'm not just saying like they are pretty yeah. expensive. Yeah, yeah, we they're can't. not cheap. I'm keeping this. They're the not hat, cheap. The hat, and you're not, but that hat, that <laughs> hat is easily $400. No, I'll buy one. Yeah. yeah, there you, you go. You got the money. You uh, well. All right. Okay. So let's, as much as I want to continue talking about your cowboy hats, boys. Uh, oh, yeah. Let's talk about something relevant, like a South Korean boy band going to see the president. Yeah, let's do that. Well, the president is making them relevant, apparently, because mm. uh, inflation, don't worry about that. Uh, high gas prices, don't worry about that. Don't worry about any of the, cra all the money that we're sending to Ukraine. Don't worry about that. Biden's got more important things to do, like uh, meet with the South Korean K-pop group, BTS. And this is, of course, in honor of Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Watch. What? It's an honor to meet you, Mr. President. Welcome to the White House. Come on up here. <laughs> this is an important month here in America. A lot of our Asian American friends have uh, been subject to real <laughs> discrimination. By who? Hate only hides. When good people talk about it and say how bad it is, it goes down. So thank you. <laughs> we want to say thank you um, sincerely for um, your decision, um, like such as signing the COVID-19 Hate Crimes Act into law. So 
We just want to be a little help and we truly appreciate the White House and the government's trying to find solutions. People care a lot about what you say and what you're doing is good for all people. It's not just your great talent. It's the message you communicate. Hmm. Wasn't there a serial killer by the same name? What? BTS? BTS? Maybe. Bind tight. B something. <clears throat> I think you're about BDSM. That is a adult <laughs> no, no, BDSM interest. The whole of the thing. Yeah. You know, I do yeah. say this though. I, I just want to bring this out with this boy band. Is BTG? Aren't they actually BTG. Korean? BTK. <laughs> Bind tight kill. Isn't that a? Isn't that a? Oh, it's Burger King. I was going to be okay. Yeah, a whole, no, but yeah. I mean, aren't they actually South Korean? Like, they're from, they're from another country. Okay. And this is, like, Asian yes. uh, appreciation. Like, Asian yes. Americans. Like, people who live here. Right. I don't think there's a lot of discrimination against Asians in Seoul. You know, I'm just, I just, I don't think <laughs> these guys are experiencing a lot of Asian hate in the middle of South Korea. But demographically, aren't Asians the most successful and financially well-off of any, um, demographic in America? That's why they're hated. Everyone hates the rich. Well... <laughs> You know, they should be paying their fair share. There you go. Okay, uh, yeah. There you exactly. go. <laughs> well, it's interesting because I didn't hear Biden get into the details of, like, who is discriminating who is against. discriminating against. Yeah. The, I mean, here is a South Korean boy band walking across the uh, the West Lawn of the White House, walk, or, you know, walking through the Rose Garden and into the Oval Office there, whatever set they were on. I mean, that, that little setup right there, we, we're being facetious, obviously, but that's as cringe as when they did that um, video with the Jonas Brothers, right? They're trying to do everything they can to make Joe Biden as relevant as possible, but this is all completely scripted. What is the COVID-19 hate bill? What is that? I, that's, that's a first one. I it was it was the the because they said that Asians were Chinese people were being discriminated uh, against because of COVID. Well, we still don't know <laughs> because well, we called a lot of South Koreans. Okay, I won't I won't split hairs here, but um, don't split eyes either. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Um, I feel like I, there's no swears specifically, feels, but I feel like I should just, yeah. just, just I, keep it over there in front oh, of you. I want, I want your show to get clipped out too. You know what you I mean? Put the, you put the cowboy hat I, on I him, and you never know. I okay, but you did ask for it. You did <laughs> specifically. I literally you I an email. didn't ask for this. I, yeah, it wasn't for it me. Said, we want us together. I said, yeah, I'll come on the show on Wednesday or whatever day it is, and I'm here, and I didn't know I was going to have to deal with this. It's state enforced homosexuality month. We got to celebrate. Latent homosexuality. Yes. Okay, but I, I do, I am surprised that, like, the LGBTQIA apostrophe plus They should movement, be pissed off. Well, yeah, they have to share a month with Asian... This is Cataract Awareness Month, by the way. I don't know <laughs> if anybody realizes that. And you know what? You want to get that check so you don't see color or sexuality. Oh, that's a good point. I know it's confusing, but I'm pretty sure the Asian month was last month. Um, and I think it's kind of funny that they do uh, the Asian month during when everyone graduates, because obviously Asians are good at that. And I think it's I think it's funny to, to the Asian viewers though. It's like I, Asians aren't really that offended by jokes by anything. Right, like, and the reason why they're not offended is because it's like, you know, when when you ridicule somebody but they know they're not something, then you're not really going to get offended. Like if you are not fat and someone's like, oh yeah, Mr. Fat Guy over here, it's not going to hurt your feelings because. You don't, you're not fat. And so the Asians, there's not a lot to ridicule. And obviously people, you know, do things with like, they, they say racism would be like pretending to have like squinty eyes or, you know, maybe uh, racism is self-appropriating orange chicken as a white person, which my wife makes excellent orange chicken, baby, you do. Um, but I think that the Asian people are like really confident. They don't need a month because there's nothing that they're really like insecure about. In fact, most Asians that I know, they just group together, stick together. I mean, you try to date an Asian. If you got yellow fever, you got a problem. If you thought COVID was a problem, yellow fever, if you're a white guy, you're not going to get any of that. 
I'm being genuine. Asians stick together. They work together. They have great communities. I lived in Roland Heights. Um, excellent food, etc. And I've never heard of an Asian person uh, complain about discrimination or anything until or unless when I was in LA, there were certain neighborhoods that Asian people lived in and they operated stores because they're smart and they're wealthy and they immigrated well and they integrated well into this country. And I'm not going to say the correlation of what kind of neighborhoods those were, but I don't think they were being beaten over fears of COVID because mm. I don't think there was a high in compliance with vaccines in those neighborhoods. So we're going to move on to uh, what's going on. That wink would have been far more effective without the shadow of that hat. Let me just say. <laughs> going on that to. Was, it's a truthful statement. Oh, you hate me for right. telling the truth, though. It's the truth, right? Nobody's going to say it. So in Uvalde, okay. uh, let's 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 talk about what the the plot thickens, I should say, of what's going on over there. So uh, previous reports were that the um, the door that the shooter came through had been propped open by the a, a teacher. And they didn't say that they didn't give any details on that. They just said a teacher left the door propped open. It was unclear why. It was very confusing why. And that that was how the gunman got through the propped open door. They did say, I just want to, just for the record, I went back and pulled these screenshots. They did very clearly say, this is from, according to DPS officials, Texas DPS officials, video surveillance shows a teacher propping open an exterior door at 11.27 a.m., May 24th. They go through the timeline, and they obviously, like, they, they piece together the timeline based off of the video evidence that they have. And below it, it says um, that that was how the gunman slipped through the propped open doors. All right, I have another one here. Can you throw that other one? Here's another one from Insider. Authorities say security video shows the back door of Texas school was propped open by a teacher just before the gunman attacked the school. So obviously they have video surveillance footage on that door. They were able to view it. They, you would think, saw how he obtained uh, entry into the school. Last night, all of a sudden, they said, actually, the teacher closed the propped open door before the shooting, but it didn't lock. And that's what the problem was. And we don't know why it didn't lock, uh, which is interesting because now they're saying that uh, they've now determined, again, through video surveillance, uh, and investigators have determined that the teacher propped the door open with a rock, but then removed the rock and closed the door when she realized that there was a shooter on campus again, coming from the same Texas DPS uh, agency. So there's three stories, basically. The door was propped open, the door was propped open, then it was closed, but it didn't lock. The door was propped open, and then she closed it when the shooting occurred. Mm. I mean, there's a, it's a, this is why we keep coming back to there's questions. There's yeah. questions, questions, questions. Everybody has questions, and these questions matter because getting to the bottom of this helps you realize, one, what could have been done differently, what should have been done differently, because these kind of things, unfortunately, these scenarios are probably going to happen again. And so you kind of need to be aware. And, the, and you know, it's not like you're out there trying to play the blame game, trying to find somebody to pin this thing on. But it is awfully suspicious the more you get into the deeper details on this thing of just going, why? Why? Yeah. Why is the door <clears throat> propped open in the first place? Which I got, which I got a lot of hate online. I asked the question, why do we not know why that door was propped open by now? It was like six days later, and I got so many people like, "Why are you trying to blame the teacher? Why are you trying to blame the teacher?" I'm like, I'm not blaming anyone. No, I'm just well, saying we I, need to I, know I, the look, answer. I, I caught hate for asking the question. I think it was this morning on Twitter. I said, "If he crashed the truck, because we had Jorge Ventura, you had him, yeah. I had him on my show. Um, if he crashed the truck because he wasn't a good driver, did he have a driver's license?" 
Uh, it's just an honest question. Did he was he able to drive? Did he have a driver's was license? Was he legally here? And people say, I and, know that and people too. say, oh, I can't believe you'd ask a question. Well, no, I'm serious because how do you go buy firearms if you don't have a, a driver's license or some form of maybe you have an ID? I, 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 I want to know. Right. Right. I mean, we should know all of the answers to these questions, at least by this point. And of course, if they're going to come out and say we have video surveillance footage that shows us the timeline of how these things occurred and then come back and say, never mind, the video doesn't show this. It actually shows this. It's well, like there's a reason why now, you know, as we're finding out with the news that the local police and the school are not talking to the Texas DPS. This is almost like saying you have a right to remain silent, right? Because you never know what kind yeah. of criminal in charge is. You don't want to criminate yourself with something that you're giving to law enforcement. Because let's face it, this could turn into a criminal investigation in regards to the neg negligence that's, that, that apparently happened, allegedly happened, whatever it is going to come out. You know, we look at a, a propped open door. Do I think there's a teacher out there going, oh, I'm conspiring with, you know, this 18-year-old who's going to come shoot up the school? No, I don't believe that. Right. But but you still have to analyze the negligence that's there. The door is shut. The door is locked. There is a protocol. There's a reason why that happens. And I know we all fall into the mindset of, oh, that never, it's never going to happen here. Mm-hmm. But it does. It happens in 17,000 people populated Uvalde, Texas. It happened. Yeah, it, it's interesting, Elijah, because when I ask people uh, or when I asked the question and people kept telling me, what you, why are you trying to blame the teacher? It's, it's just the shooter. It's the gun's fault. It's the shooter's fault. This is why we need AR-15s off the streets. They were so <clears> quick <throat> to say none of the other details matter because it's the gun's fault. And now that they're saying that the police, uh, you know, were wrong, they're like, Oh, we need to look into these police. And well, I'm like, well, hold on a second. I thought that I thought that none of the other details mattered because it was just the gun. Now that you're anxious to blame the police, which I believe the police are largely to blame for a lot of things that happen, I'm not trying to give them any sort of plausible deniability. But it's like, if the facts matter, then the facts matter. Yes, that's correct. And what that's all we're asking for is the facts. Right. We it's just want to know what's going on. Because now, will we ever know those facts or those details? I'm afraid we won't. Um, and there's a lot of spin out there. There's a lot of everybody's so quick to polarize and jump on one side or the other. I'm, I'm trying my best not to do that. But there's a lot of questions. There's a lot of questions. You know, again, I make a living doing comedy. We, we, do, we are still members of the media. Like we still you can laugh at that, whatever. But we you know, it's still kind of the reason we are where we are is because we ask questions. Right. You know, we, we have a job to ask those questions. Right. Right. Well, but, but so, you know, I, I was covering the NRA convention. Uh, this weekend, and I, uh, you know, spoke to most of the guns that were present there, and they've told me that they were not responsible. Uh, <laughs> they corroborated you my, my findings. Well, yeah, I did my own investigation. I saw you staring wow. one rifle down. Yeah, like, I stared him down. I told them. I said, wow. I said, don't you dare do another one of these shootings. And people thought, well, you're mocking this. And I go, no, you're mocking this. This mm -hmm. you're mocking this by you disregarding people who are investigating and wanting the truth. And you're jumping to conclusions, right? I mean, this is going to help. Any sexist out there who hate women for jumping to conclusions, change the direction of your anger towards people right after mass shootings. Because yeah. nobody jumps to conclusion faster than the media after uh, a shooting happens. It's about white supremacy. It's about the guns killing people. And it's like, you know what? Believe it or not, our society is a judge first speak first, think later, figure it out later. And this is what happens years, like now with the New York uh, Times, et cetera. Oh, actually, Hunter Biden's laptop was 
real, it looks like. And it's like, oh, that would have been a nice in 2020 when the information mattered. Uh, now it doesn't matter. And this is what happens with these shootings is that they, they inundate the media with so much coverage that doesn't help us solve anything. It doesn't help us find any solutions. It's all just political agenda. And they keep that going until literally it's like we're so exhausted that everyone shuts the hell up until there's another mass shooting. Mm. And, and it's like, and you get tired of this cycle, right? I mean, like, I mean, you know, I always think it's like God gave menopause so that, you know, a woman's cycle ends eventually. But with the gun cycle pause, I mean, are we always going to be moody? Are we always going to be emotional? Is this ever going to end? Because I'm damn as well sure that I want to have a real conversation. I don't want to see any more kids killed. I don't want to see anything else, anybody else lose their lives, you know, aimlessly, whether it's at the hands of, they say, a white supremacist or the hands of, you know, a uh, AR-15 who's off his uh, psych meds. You know, I, I genuinely say if this happened and anyone was involved in it, we damn well sure need to know. And... If there's any facts, like you said, we're not blaming anyone that we that can help us understand how to better secure a school, not just for mass shootings, but in general for kids playing hooky, for instance. I mean, I mean, these things are so vital, but yet we're not going to have the discussion. Anyone who does, immediately they're just going to say, "Oh, do you question Sandy Hook as well?" That's what I get a lot of. It's right. like, "Oh, were you one of the guys that was like investigating parents, you know, and, and saying their kids didn't die?" It's like, bro, asking a question about a door propped open is not the same thing as telling a parent your kid didn't die. They, they, right, they, right. The, the, they really pull their, they throw their back out reaching. I mean, yeah. it's a big reach, and I catch that a lot. We all do. Um, you know, look at the misinformation that's out there. Most people don't even know what an AR, what AR stands for, an AR-15. It's not an assault rifle. It doesn't stand for automatic rifle. It doesn't stand for any of those things. Um, NPR just came out with an article yesterday, I guess it was, saying that, you know, a 5.56 round that's shot through an AR-15 platform of a rifle is, is designed to decapitate a human being. <laughs> you know, you're either pushing a political narrative at this point or you're just plain ignorant. And I'm thinking there's a solid mixture of both yeah, in regards to that. But that level of misinformation that's out there and the villainizing that happens... You know, you want to blame the NRA. Look, I'm not an NRA member. I'm not a fan of the direction of the NRA under Wayne LaPierre. I wish they would do something different. Unfortunately, they reinstated him as the director of the thing. Um, it's unfortunate. But that being said, no NRA members ever committed a mass casualty shooting. So why are you continually throwing the blame on things that shouldn't be blamed, whether it's an inanimate object? You know, Joe Biden come out there talking about a high-powered 9 millimeter going to blow the lung out of the body. That's just... Stupid. It's just stupid. Uh, somebody's feeding him that misinformation because Joe doesn't know whether it's, you know, daytime or nighttime. Yeah. Did you see his the Secret Service looking Real at him quick. when he was uh, saying that? He was like, <laughs> while he has his nine millimeter in his, you know, under his, his jacket, his Secret Service man was like, well, we're tired of talking about Joe. You know, we're at a point now where we're tired of the misinformation. So yeah. if, if we're going to, because we care about human life. Um, look, I mean, I care about it when it's unborn. I care about human life when it's unborn. Yeah. You don't. So I want to have this discussion, but I want to have an honest discussion. And that's going to happen when we ask questions, investigate, and get to the details and the facts. So I want to, I want to get more into that um, after the break. First, I want to, we got to thank our sponsor, Patriot Mobile. Uh, so just because the uh, Biden administration paused their disinformation board uh, doesn't mean the fight is over. Across the country, free speech, religious liberty, and your constitutional rights are under attack, which is why we are proud here to partner with Patriot Mobile. They are America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. Uh, they offer the same nationwide coverage as the major carriers, so you're going to get the same great service, and you're also going to have peace of mind that your money is combating the left's attempts to silence you. Patriot Mobile has plans to fit any budget. They've got 100% 
U.S.-based customer support team. That is very, very important these days. And more importantly, Patriot Mobile shares your values and supports organizations that are fighting for things that you believe in, like religious freedom, constitutional rights, sanctity of life, and our veteran and first responder heroes. You can go to patriotmobile.com slash news. Get free activation with the offer code news. By the way, if you are a veteran or first responder, you're going to save even more. So make the switch today. You can go to patriotmobile.com slash news. Jacob Alvarado is the name of a Border Patrol agent who, this was the one who left his haircut. He was in the middle of getting a haircut and uh, grabbed his barber's shotgun when he heard that there had been a shooting at uh, this school after his wife texted him for help. Um, and he was on with NBC Today and revealed this. This is what he says the state of the situation was when he arrived, which he says was just pure chaos. Watch. Where were the police? Where was the classroom? The, kid, uh, the police were breaking out the windows on the outside, and the kids were jumping out through the window. They were jumping out through the window, down the, in the parking lot, down the, the, pave, down the pavement, headed towards the funeral, the funeral home. Did you ever see those officers that were poised outside the door? Um, you know, obviously, mm-hmm. there's a lot of scrutiny now of yeah, those yeah. actions and whether they should have gotten in. Did you ever have any occasion to interact with them at all? Um, at one point, at one point, I went, I was there at the door fixing to go in, but once again, I didn't have any of my gear. It wouldn't be a, it wouldn't have been a smart move for me. All those guys had their gear and stuff. So they just had all their gear and were just chilling, I guess. Mm. You know, it's a sad situation. I mean, uh, to be a, that's an incredible understatement of overall tragedy, but... Um, you know, and again, we shouldn't have to always put the disclaimer on there that, of course, we support law enforcement. As it, but No, we shouldn't have to, because if you support law enforcement, you want this crap rooted out. You want that rooted out. I want law enforcement to do their job. I want them protecting. I want them serving. I want them doing those things, not hiding behind a bush waiting on me to, you know, speed past 10 miles over the speed limit. Um, I, you know, I want to know that my community is safe. And it's amazing to me how those on the left quickly went from ACAB, you know, all cops are mm-hmm. bastards, to 1312, uh, to, you know, racist pigs, to defund the police, and all of a sudden only cops should have guns now. So that's, that's amazing how fast they go to that, like citizens shouldn't be armed. But, you know, here's a guy who's off duty. I mean, he's, he's now, well, he's Border Patrol, right? But yeah. he's off duty, and he grabs his barber shotgun. Um, otherwise, he's completely unarmed. Be the only Border Patrol agent I've ever known, even off duty, who wasn't armed, to at least have something in the truck, right? Yeah. That's interesting there. But, you know, he grabs a shotgun from his barber, he races over there, and, and you know, nobody's going in. I'm sorry. I, I, you're talking about children. You're talking about children. I, I just don't see how you don't go in. You well, they don't. They just had that active shooter, active shooter training. And it was very clearly their well, protocol. They, that they admitted would go in. that they violated their own protocol, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and you know, protocol in that situation, you know, even if even if a law enforcement officer goes in and is trying to neutralize the shooter, especially when there's children involved, even if they see a child on the ground wounded, the protocol is you go on past the child. You don't stop and render aid. You've got to neutralize the shooter. Mm-hmm. Time is of the essence in that regard. Uh, if you go in with multiple law enforcement officers and one goes down, you don't stop and render aid. You keep going. You've got to neutralize the shooter. They weren't apparently going in at all. 
Right. Right. Um, and this again, this is not because they claim that he this, was barricaded in and yeah, there was nothing yeah. else they could do, even though they were getting 911 calls right. the entire time from different people saying that they needed help and they needed the police. And this is, you know, was barricaded in. But I mean, every classroom is covered with windows. I mean, you could see what's, you know, in inside these classrooms. He just admitted that they were knocking out windows and helping children out. So obviously the, there was access and egress from these windows, certainly they're, you know, again, it wasn't there, I'm not saying it, but I'm just saying based on their own testimony in press conferences, these are the things that these officials have said regarding, and they've even said, gone so far as to say, we messed up. Yeah. Um, Elijah, I, I want to hit on something that you said before the break, which is uh, talking about, you know, you get called a, a conspiracy theorist. You're like, oh, you don't believe that you must think Sandy Hook wasn't real and all of these other things. I got I literally I responded to the AP tweet of them saying, oh, now video surveillance shows that uh, the, the door was actually closed. It just didn't lock. And I I caught I screenshotted one of the previous articles that we showed here that said the same people said that video surveillance showed the exact opposite. So I'm like, what's going on here? And I was called, oh, you oh, found the conspiracy nut. And I'm like, are we so divided as a country now? You guys are so set on gun control that we can't just all come together and say a bunch of children just died and we better, we sure as hell better come get to the bottom of it. Well, yeah, the, the reason why I have to be careful as we focus on, on this shooting is Remember just a couple weeks uh, before, there was, maybe it was a couple months actually, the, the Sacramento mass shooting that no one talks about where six people were killed, I think 12 were wounded. Um, we don't talk about it because it was a, a black person who committed the crime and that's not part of the narrative. And you know, nothing is, is more narrative driven than dead children, sadly, for our country. Like you think the media can't stoop low? Um, Man, you should bring the media to a limbo contest because yeah. they're the ones that are going to win every time. They can bend backwards and go as low to the ground, even lower. I mean, as, my the God, it's, yeah, it's like it's 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 just crazy how you can like capitalize on kids getting slaughtered. That's I, it blows my mind, um, you know, and it just really, really is is unfathomable. But I think that that what you notice about this is number one. The media already doesn't have any credibility. The police don't have any credibility in this. I mean, I I, I would have watched my swear word jars, but these guys are kitty cats. I mean, I, I mean, and people say, oh, you know, you're a real tough guy. I go, well, I'm not a police officer. Okay, I'm not. I'm not law enforcement. I'm not SWAT. And unfortunately, if my kids were in there, like the parents, parents did want to go, and there were parents that were braver than the police that were willing to run in and and grab their children. You know, I want to say something that nobody's talked about is fourth graders by that time usually have a cell phone. I want to see the cell phone footage from the kids inside the school. I want to know exactly when it was filmed, what happened, and I want to know what's on their phones. And I want to ask the, the genuine question. If police officers cannot be relied upon in any situation like this to actually go in and save children's lives, and we're going to move on and start blaming guns, then I think this is the most evidence ever. It's not a conspiracy that, that these people that are in media, these elites, these politicians, don't give a damn about the lives of these kids. They don't give a damn. Americans will always protect things they value with guns. The fact that our kids are not protected with guns demonstrates that we do not value children. We don't. Abortion is proof of that. If you're going to abort 750,000 unborn babies a year, you don't value human life. The idea that our government would never do something, to, the governments have done a lot of atrocious things throughout history. It's, it, it's in a book, read it. Yeah. 
they've used their own people, their citizens, um, to to advance their causes. And I'm not saying the government did this, but I'm just saying, you know, the idea that because we're asking these questions that somehow we are trying to, to find somebody dependent on and a scapegoat, again, is, is just ludicrous. We, we're trying to get to the truth of this thing. I know that as a parent, if my kids are inside, that I, I will do anything for my kids. Mm-hmm. I will do anything to protect my children. Uh, and, and you, you know, you go into a situation like that. The reason these parents were so anxious to go in themselves is because the, these parents have a vested interest, right? Uh, these these law enforcement officers, and I mean no disrespect in saying this, they have a salary. Mm-hmm. It's a huge difference between a salary and a true vested interest in this thing. I've said for 25 years that law enforcement it should be a harder job to get. It should be greater training, greater equipping, and they should be paid more. It should be a more specialized thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately, here's the thing. You've got a lot of people in this country that don't want to do the job of being a cop anymore because you villainized the profession. Yeah. So I've said this as well for the last couple of years. We got, a, we got less than a generation before the people that should not have that level of authority are the ones going to be doing that job. Because the real people that, that have any common sense, they don't want it. Yeah, unfortunately, I think that's already the case over in Dallas at... Uh Dallas Police Department, (laughs) judging from my experience that I had with them. But I digress. we got to take a a quick break. We'll be right back. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Omega XL. So if you are just living in constant pain, maybe it's back pain, knee pain, whatever the case may be, the underlying cause you don't realize is likely inflammation. So if you don't defeat the inflammation, you could cause permanent damage. Plus, you're just like rubbing a topical cream on for no reason because you're like, oh my gosh, that feels so great for 10 minutes and then you hurt again. Don't do that. Omega XL is backed by 35 years of clinical research and it actually attacks the inflammation that is causing your pain. It is an essential fatty acid combination from the waters of New Zealand, which I know I have men at the table. These men are thinking like, oh, it's natural. It won't work. No, no, no. It actually does. And trust me, if you are suffering from aches and pains and stiffness, and it it ruins your life sometimes, you've got to try Omega XL. It can be life-changing. Let's get you started. Order Omega XL now. Get a second bottle for free over at OmegaXL.com slash news. That is OmegaXL.com slash news. The Biden administration announced uh, yesterday the creation of a new government office to address, as we know, the the issue most plaguing Americans today, and that is environmental justice. This is the Department of Health and Human Services. We now have the Office of Environmental Justice. And of course, the mission of this new office is to, quote, better protect the health of disadvantaged communities and vulnerable populations on the front lines of pollution and other environmental health issues. Which does nothing for the gas prices, by the way. I mean, again, forget being an industrialized society, the damnable engines, carbon footprints. Uh, I mean, who's running this thing? Captain Planet. Isn't it amazing, (laughs) though, that the answer, Democrats, well, Republicans, too, big government, their answer to everything, quote unquote, crisis is to add more government to Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Even though that was what created the crisis to begin with. The Department of Environmental Justice. It sounds like something from a DC comics, right? Like, you know, they're going to fly in. The Justice League is coming into the Department of Environmental Justice. 
I it just it's like anytime you add something before the word justice, it just means the total opposite. Like uh-huh. justice is justice is justice. Uh-huh. You don't need a qualifier uh, in front of that. By the way, just in case you're wondering, because this is clown world, the uh, this particular <laughs> office, the Office of uh, Environmental Justice, is going to actually reside in uh, the Office of Climate Change and Health Equity. I mm. hate this. <laughs> yeah, world. like you said, yeah. we, we protect what we care about with guns, right? And obviously, children aren't one of those. People, but we also provide justice to those that we believe deserve it, that we care about, that we want to see redeemed. And and you know when we can leak our own Supreme Court justice directives, and we, you know we can get corrupt DAs into our courts. You know we don't believe the people of this country deserve that, but you know the trees do. So I'm gonna just now I think that that one uh, person who identified as tree self was ahead of the curve and the pronouns. Because at this point, you know, a plant gets more rights than a person. I mean, that's the same thing, right? Already, it's already more illegal to destroy an eagle egg than it is to kill your own kid in the womb. And so it's like this idea of worshiping, you know, Mother Earth, or we don't, we haven't asked Earth its pronouns yet. It might be Mother Z. I mean, you know what I mean? So it could be plural too. I have no idea. But it's 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 so crazy that our focus is, and I would say this is actually intentional, and people don't realize that. Not only are they pure, unadulterated, evil people, but if you read the World Economic Forum's directives on basically how they're going to deconstruct nationalist countries and the direction they're going to go, just watch, and I, I forget which page it's on, but if you just you can go to their website, um, after Trump, not only did they say they needed to get a leader in that made people uh, disillusioned with democracy, which we've talked about on this show, so there had to be no strong central leader so that people didn't know who was running the country, so they got used to people behind the scenes like making the moves and not having anybody to look up to, but another one of the the points that they made was in the country democracy it needs to stop making sense so things need to become so confusing that like what you want you don't get and who you vote for doesn't give you what you want that you no longer believe in the power of your own vote which i would say a lot of americans are probably already there mm-hmm. uh and so it's it's about it's about you being like fine i just want someone to fix the problem whether they're elected or unelected so then just let's be governed by unelected bureaucrats and so this is the deep state's move to make you want them to love them it's like that your abuser and your killer, you know, falling in love with them. It's a toxic relationship and they're trying to get us stuck. And I just want people to know that it's not by accident. This is all by design. Um, I, I want to switch gears here, but not totally, uh, and talk about monkeypox. So yeah. a uh, World Health Organization <laughs> uh-oh, advisor said this week that, uh, listen, there's a lot of pride parades going on right now, guys. It is Pride Month, as I'm sure the viewers out we here had are one celebrating. We the studio a little while ago. Did we? Yeah. Wow, I missed it. People were their bananas out and stuff. We had really? oranges, a couple oranges and a banana. Wow, that sounds killer. Chad looked good. He had a, he had a thong on. He, it was, he, had, he was wearing just a face mask, he, and it wasn't on his face. He had buttless chaps. No, he was wearing, no, it was, he had, he had chaps or buttless masks. <laughs> Just well, I was trying to say that. All right. Well, um, so they said that uh, it, because there's so many pride parades going on, they don't want to ruin your plans. Uh, you should not change your plans to attend pride parades next month uh, amid the increased circulation of monkeypox. Now, you should not. You know what? Go ahead and burn your cities down, too, while you're out there. Yeah. You know, you know, all protests matter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well I mean, all parades, all protests, as long as you're mar- considered a marginalized Member of say. society. If you if you were wearing a red hat at a rally in 2020, that was not. Now, listen, if if okay. COVID, see, if, uh, <laughs> see if COVID had a, had attacked primarily homosexual people, 
we probably would have been deemed non-essential. We could have kept our jobs, our businesses could have stayed open, our economy wouldn't have crashed. You know, because they would have just let the world go on, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you replace monkeypox with COVID. And we know that primarily it is hitting the homosexual community. Well, eh. What's the agenda here with the World Health Organization, right? Um, I, it doesn't make any sense, no, does it? No. You know what? No. You know what else? I mean, it's basically just that we, we, we encourage you to go get sick. Yeah, you know what else doesn't make sense? Why someone would <laughs> want to have sex with someone with a bunch of, like, open sores all over their body. That Look, don't knock it. I'm not a kink shamer. <laughs> really? Okay. okay. You're right. I, you that know, was rude. That was discriminatory. People are having uh, sexual relations with all types of holes today, and even if those holes <laughs> and lesions weren't there yesterday, apparently it's it's all part of the game. But I, I always you know, looking for always looking for new holes. It's always oh. they always are. I mean, you know, think about this. Like the golf, the Masters. I mean, even them, they got what 18, 18. holes, and that's not enough. Monkeypox, you, you got to drink it at the 19. Exactly. You can we add monkeypox in the mix, and we can keep the game going as long as we want. Holes yeah. keep popping up everywhere. As I long as you're fexting. Exactly. You got to fext everyone as possible. Uh, I, you know, when I was in the middle of fexting uh, uh, yesterday, uh, Chad, it was a great night. And, um, you know, I, when I found out what monkeypox was for, uh, up, up front, I found it so interesting that I'm going to start associating every disease and pandemic with uh, homosexuality in the future because I did not know <laughs> with uh, masks not really, you know, working the way they, they wanted them to work. And, you know, they, but they did, they cured it. They almost cured, the masks almost cured COVID. It was just, they were 0.1% away, right? It's like the germs, like the hand sanitizer. 99.9% .9 of germs are killed by the hand sanitizer. Right. The 0.1%, I don't know what's his deal. He must be like, got street smarts, he gets away. <laughs> the masks almost cured it, but they didn't work. Then the vaccines came and then you didn't get, you know, COVID and then, but you did get COVID Oops. and then and you needed boosters and stuff. If we had just come out and said, yo, this is a gay disease. We would have never needed any of that. We could have just went on with our lives because apparently exactly. diseases that are associated with being gay, we can't stop the play. And so it's like, I don't know what it is, but I, I read an article that was like, you, I literally said it's homophobic to ask gay people to stop having sex in clubs in public even that is homophobic because everyone knows you can't ask gay men to stop having sex. This was a pro-queer publication. And I just feel like, you know what? I like that motor, modus operandi. I love that idea. And when that's COVID, it's the same thing. You ain't going to stop me. So I'm, I'm voting for the gays. I'm on their side on this one. Don't stop. Spread the monkeypox. Let's keep disease going and let's not slow down the fun. So uh, <laughs> on the subject of the Pride Parade, I've got a story about a doctor who's performing surgeries on teenagers that is going to make your head spin. We'll be right back. A biologically male doctor who identifies as a trans woman and has performed thousands of sex change procedures openly admitted to performing a surgery sculpting a vagina on a 16-year-old. This comes from Matt Walsh's new documentary. Uh, I can't wait to watch it. It's over at the Daily Wire. It's called What is a Woman? And uh, this particular person responded, the youngest patient I've done vaginoplasty on is on age 16. Apparently, uh, Matt asks, uh, well, do you worry that, uh, you know, maybe they wouldn't understand enough about themselves at that age to be, like, making these life-altering decisions? And the doctor responds, 
Absolutely not. So in this, the surgeon uses skin from the penis and the scrotum to attempt to create an inner and outer labia of the vagina, makes a new opening for the urethra so the patient can urinate. You get the point. I don't I'm an adult male. I don't know what a vagina is all about. Uh, oh, you uses I, tissue from the patient's foreskin to make an opening of the faux vagina. Yes. See, see, 16 year olds. That's what we're doing here in the United States. That's great. Mm. Move the intestines around too, by the way. And and uh, I will just say, um, as being somebody who's experienced this a little too close to home uh, and have my own regrets, I, I, uh, I, I, you don't know? No. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I just thought, I just thought this was the month where we just like make things up, you know what I mean? And then like take pride in them, make them our identity. Uh, so I'm just going to jump and make some, uh, something up too, because it's, you got to be, only trans people are special in today's society, right? So, and you can be whatever you want to be. So I'm trans now. But I, but I also think with this, with this kid, it's like, Ain't nobody should be mangling them peepees and turning into a VV. That's all. That's a very basic ch children's rhyme. I'm gonna write my first book. It's called Peepee No Be VV. And then the reverse book. It's number two. Is the opposite. VV No Become Peepee. And I just gotta say the obvious sequel. Well, yes. yeah, but if but if you're but on on the series, so that should be like basic rhetoric. Okay, we got that down. Then your t like. Anybody, nobody should be touching a, 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 a child's genitals areas unless it's like to help them medically for some reason. If there's an infection, maybe there's a physical examination and, and that should be the case of you're trying to protect them. The only reason why a doctor would touch a, a, a young man's or a minor's scrotum would literally be to check for any type of growth problems, maybe testicular cancer, something like that. The only time you should ever be in that position. If you are thinking about, if you are doing anything near a kid's private parts, other than that, you are literally disgusting and reprehensible. And in, if in a just world, you would deserve to die. Uh, you do deserve to die uh, by the hands of the state, right? But, but uh, in this world, apparently it's okay to, to mutilate children's genitals. If a doctor's going into to a kid and they're cutting, like literally mutilating and inverting their penis, like, how is this guy not in prison? I mean, you go, well, it's, oh, well, it's voluntary. How is it? So a kid can get his, you, so a kid can't, have voluntary sex with an adult, but an adult can can invert and mangle their genitals. Like this is some sick. I do have a swear jar. I'm just gonna. This is some sick. Just oh, it doesn't open. No, it does open. Oh, it just open takes it. a second. Oh, it's like doesn't. There you go. This is gonna just you can do it. No, but I mean you're a sick person, <laughs> sick schlit. We'll just say that always. If you're gonna go ahead and do that, and I don't know why this guy's not in jail. Like, isn't this illegal too? Right? Isn't I, this? Like, Where is this again? It doesn't say. It's on. It's on Matt Walsh's documentary. It is so, which, which he did here. Um, but I mean, I will say too. I'm getting 16 ready. year old. No, I'm good. I'm good. Sixteen year olds. Uh, totally fine. They do have the wherewithal to be able to cut their penis off and form a vagina. 20-year-olds do not have the wherewithal to buy a weapon to protect themselves as a law-abiding citizen. That's make committed that to the cause. <clears throat> you know, cut your wiener off, throw it away. That's committed. No, they, you also they, can't no, drink they, alcohol. they repurpose it. And I, if you always get worried why I know so much about this, just to clarify, if this is your first time seeing me, I did my college, my university thesis on transgender reassignment surgery, and I had to did. watch quite a few of them. Um, and uh, it's really, it'll, it, nothing will make you more confused on who thought of this. I mean, it, just the way they, they create the, the labia and the different things, you go, this is some perverted, sick person. And I, I mean, I'm being serious, man. If you're like, if you're using your medical knowledge to mutilate people's genitals, you are a sick mother effer, and you should be locked up. Like well, that's I think some nasty I, to stuff. To your point, yeah. it is. It's, it's a violation of the Hippocratic Oath. Uh, it is absolutely doing harm, yeah. and we've made that okay. But again, when people give an oath, it doesn't mean anything anymore. Yeah. Amen. All right, we got to take a break. We'll be back.
An exclusive from the Daily Mail uh, digs into Hunter Biden's laptop. His search history apparently reveals an obsession with porn, including incest fantasies, uh, 18 years old, lonely widow porn. In case you haven't realized it, probably hide your kids from this story. MILF crack cocaine porn. That's quite, a, that's quite a niche market, that I feel. Is, uh, you got to go deep <laughs> into the pages to find that. And uh, as well as instructions on how to hack a lover's cell phone and repeated Google searches of himself, which is the least shocking thing ever that Hunter Biden continued uh, Google searching himself. There also was a Pornhub link that allegedly was shared with a cell phone that belonged to Joe Biden. So he's, he and daddy, I guess, are swapping uh, porn videos. I suppose it was a it was in his contact book as dad. Mm. So that's cute. I'm uncomfortable today. I'm very you're alone. uncomfortable. You're uncomfortable. No, you're not. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, He's not uncomfortable. He's created this environment. <laughs> <laughs> it's I yeah. I literally was God was like God was like you know making a it's my little to jar us to live with it. Yeah, and he but I uh, but I and he gave me the, the the jar that just likes to be exposed to weird things. But I don't find enjoyment by it. And I think if people have this kind of stuff and these kinks and these fetishes, like, I just got to say this. I, I have been, like, there's something in me where I have not realized how disgusting and reprobate these people really are. And I think when you really look into it, man, you find out some sick stuff. Yeah, it's bad. Well, very similar to Ashley Biden's diary, I will point out, in the inappropriate showers. Now he's sharing porn with his dad. Uh, same. He shared it with me. I didn't even want it. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.